Hello and uh, welcome to Wall's Wisdom. My name is Mark Wall and in this episode I'm going to be talking to Jamie McMillan from Suprema. We talk all things access control, how the company started from a small bedroom in Jamie's house to where it is today, one of the leading manufacturers of access control. Thanks for listening. Jamie, thanks for joining us. As a way of an introduction, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, of course. Thanks very much for inviting us on. Jamie McMillan, I'm the Managing Director of Suprema Systems UK. We're part of the global business Suprema Inc. over in Korea. Security and biometrics is our strapline. So we're world-renowned for fingerprint and facial recognition technology. Probably a little less so for the rest of the stuff, mobile credential, RFID, and all of those things. Started as Suprema in the UK back in 2016. Did a year in in my spare bedroom, then we moved into the apartment of Dwayne, who's our head of technical that I convinced to move over from Canada. He thought I said London, I said Birmingham, and here we are. We're now up to a team of 11, and just through growth and the need to get people in and experience what we're about and understand Suprema UK and the technology we can offer and support and things like that, we've moved into this new building in St Paul Square in Birmingham. Gives us scope for growth. We could probably have about 25-ish staff in here. I don't think we'll ever get to that, if I'm honest with you. But the idea is this is where we can get customers in. We've got some really good meeting spaces. We've got a fantastic demo room. The idea is we get end users, we get installers, we get the likes of yourselves in so that we can really start sort of impressing what we've got to offer. So we're way ahead of where we were sort of going back five, six years ago, yeah. I think it's one of those, isn't it, where we go sitting in a room on your own, as you say, in a bedroom. I did exactly the same in my study. And then suddenly, you know, you've got people around you. It's almost uplifting yeah. just to be able to have a bit of banter with somebody or, you know, talk things through. But uh, when you're staring at four walls. Yeah, it's huge. Also, it gives you that sort of impetus to go again. Do you know what I mean? You have these sort of cycles where you get ahead of steam, you get a bit of growth, and then you start sort of reflecting. And then it, all it takes is a couple of people in a, a new office space or you know, a bit of investment in, in the team and the business to have that, you know, that next sort of sprint to where you are. And that's sort of where we are now, I think, is we keep adding people. I'd say we've gone from one to 11 in what feels like a short space of time. And just the buzz around the office and seeing the guys enjoy where we work, you know, it drives you to want to get to the next level and, and get more people in here and get customers in and just sort of really make people aware about what we're creating because it is a bit of a journey for sure and uh, and it's an enjoyable one yeah so obviously you've got the the demo room here is everything set up as a yeah so everything's set up now it's taken a little while shout out to tdi security tim dean who used to be at vistec he came in and fitted it all out for us so the idea with that is we can showcase our own biostar 2 platform everything that we do face finger mobile credential all the buzzwords that we've got but also we want to get installers and their customers into this building. So the, the goal, the sales guys are targeted on getting people into the office. We want as many people in here as we possibly can so that we can showcase the flexibility of what we've got, all of our integrations into the likes of Paxton, Genetech, Secure, all of those things, as well as our own end-to-end Biostar 2 platform as well. Put a lot of effort and a few quid into that. And then we've got the space in the basement, probably holds up to comfortably eight to ten 
we've had some big integrators in here having their national sales meetings and, and things like that. We can leave them down there. They do their own thing. We have a 20 minute spot and then we go out for a few drinks and a, and a bite to eat and stuff because we're so centrally located. It's a really easy thing to do. So more that we can do of that, the better really. And it builds up that trust, doesn't it? I've always found with my you know, installers back in the day when if you can, one, give value, so they're not traveling a million miles and you, know, you sit in a room and talk rubbish. But if you can show them products, show them how it integrates, people buy into the, your sales team because they know that they've got the expertise behind it. hundred percent. And, you know, I've talked to you about it before. I've never been one for, you know, the door-to-door sales approach. You know, it's important to have demo kit and for people to sort of touch and feel the, the product. But we're not, you know, the guys aren't driven to go out there and just sort of plonk product on tables and and convince people that our face recognition is better than other people's. You know, we, we believe that, but actually it's much more solution selling, you know, without trying to get too sort of Steve Jobs or that type of thing. But the idea is that the guys go in, they tell people who we are, what we can do. A lot of it people aren't aware of. You know, they think we're an edge device that sits at the end of every other system. But we like to think that we can go in and provide a solution to problems. If we can do that round a table in their office, great. We'll take kit with us. But if we can get them in here, this is where we can really show the value of working with Suprema. Our flexibility of integration, the end-to-end solution that we've got, the fact that we're not biometrics. The office is the best demo that we've got from the front door when you come in. Face recognition, right through using fingerprint, going through showing our mobile credential technology. It's a, it's a live experience of, of what we've got to offer. And most importantly, it's about the people and the you know, ethos that yeah, we've yeah. got and, and, and what we're about, really. You know, who you're getting into business with. Obviously, you mentioned about the, you've got the tech upstairs. You do a bit of R&D here. Yeah, so that's a new thing, really. So R&D has obviously come out of Korea, out of our head office in Korea. And that's where 80, 90% of the development comes. We're having loads more input, not just the UK business, but we've got offices in Europe, Middle East, Japan, Malaysia, North and South America now, all of these guys are taking regional feedback and experience on products and getting it into Korea and, and hopefully developing the product. Buy Station 3 is the best example of that. That's our first product where we've had real input into R&D and feature requirements. But what we've done in the UK is we've actually taken that one step further. We've got our own R&D resource here, the legendary George, who is our sort of first line. We take him into customers. We find out what their issues are, what their needs and wants are, and then we can be much more dynamic in the way that we do integration and development. We don't have to rely on sitting at the back of the queue with everyone else in the world. We can do a level of development in the UK out of our office here in Birmingham. And if we need input from Korea, no problem, but hopefully we can deliver 80, 90% of a project from the UK itself, which is a massive selling point for us. And, and we use that whenever we go out and see people. I don't think there's anything better than, you know, and I've had it in the past where basically you've got, okay, you sell the dream, you can sell, oh, this is the most amazing product until the next one comes out next week. To actually say, right, okay, well, you know, you tell me what you're working with, the integration or the product that you've got, and let us build it around it, because it just works for the installer but also the customer to see that you're all working together. Yeah, and I think, you know, we're fortunate that we've got a big global business back in Korea that is, their whole setup is designed around creating products 
where there's gaps, not just creating product for product's sake. So our product catalogue is about 20 pages and we've got about 10 physical parts, maybe a little bit more than that. But you know, in reality, we typically don't release more than one product a year. And when we do, we try and fit it to a gap that we have that the customer requires rather than just another iteration of a face reader or another fingerprint reader or you know, having a lineup of products that makes it difficult for the customer to know what they want. Yeah. So we say, look, you want that? We've got those two products, pick from one of those. You want that? We've got two products, pick from those. So we try and make it easier, fit as much as we can into the product set we have. And then we go out and hopefully we can fit our solution into what the customer requires or addressing some of the needs that customers have got now of fitting it to what their existing system is because that ultimately is what is going to drive the technology change in the industry, right? Yeah, 100%. You know, we can all make a box that does X, but if one, unless the customer needs it or two, they've asked for it, then yeah, I suppose the ethos, yeah, if you think broke, don't fix it. That's what you've got. Let's build on it. Yeah, and you know, we do customization is something that we offer and if that helps the customer solve a problem, we'll deliver it. If we can stay away from customization, we do because it can be a headache, particularly on a large scale, but you know, we've got some really successful examples of where we've done customizations or OEMs for for clients that meet their specific need, but it never sort of steers far away from the core product that's on offer. That's largely managed by the team in Korea, but we're able to deliver that from a UK-centric response to what customers' requirements are, yeah. Well then, without giving too much away, what's coming up? I'm a little bit sworn to secrecy, but we've got some really cool products coming out. I would say there'd be announcements on those in the next sort of six months or so. We've got one nice new sort of revision coming out in the next sort of four to six weeks, which we're pretty excited about. In terms of the roadmap for Suprema, largely it's driven, we're probably two, three years ahead of where we thought we'd be because of the pandemic and the need and this drive for contactless access control. And it's not just contactless at the door, but contactless administration and all of those things. So our software is developing very quickly to be able to address that. So remote enrolment of faces and things like that we can deliver. But our roadmap is largely driven around face recognition and the importance of AI and intelligence around the information that's being used at the door and also mobile credential cloud-based solutions. How can we get that to market as quickly as possible? So a lot of it will be based around existing products, but how we're able to be more flexible of integrating with other things. But some of the new hardware solutions that are on the way will address some of those sorts of changes in the marketplace as well. Pretty excited about that. I think I've not seen what's coming out, but I've got a good idea and I think it, it will fit a gap in exactly the same way as we've done every year that I've been a part of Suprema, which is seven now. So I know we mentioned it earlier, but I mean, you know, there's no beating about the bush. AI is going to play a massive part with security, you know, even sales and marketing, the way that we use it in our environment. Yeah. Do you see that changing the way things go in connectivity and all that sort of stuff? It already is. And I noticed when we have meetings with you, you're using... Meet Geek, yeah. Meet yeah. Geek. That, that sort of stuff is insane. Yeah. And immediately we think we might be able to have a go at this. Yeah. But from a business point of view, Suprema Inc. of the global business, we've already had AI in our product for, for quite some time, or certainly within the, the portfolio of products. But it's 
it switched off in effect. But the the business made a decision a year ago to set up a spin-off business. So we now have a company called Suprema AI. So it's a new business under the Suprema umbrella. So all of our algorithms that are written into the Suprema face recognition devices is Suprema's own algorithms. There's no third party of this any longer. And there's artificial intelligence built into those algorithms. So we've got vendors that are taking that technology and putting it in their cameras. We will in the future probably see the ability to utilise that within our own hardware. And I think we've spoken about it before, about the analytics and being able to use it for managing traffic and bums on seats and you know smart buildings and things like that. That stuff is going at pace. We talk about changing technology in future. It's here now. We're all using it. And I think the access control landscape is just going to change rapidly as a result of that. So the, the sort of sectors that you're in, where have you seen the most uptake and where do you see, obviously we mentioned AI, connectivity and all that sort of stuff. Where, where do you see the sectors moving into with the brand? We always think that there's a requirement for what we do in every sector. I think it's fair to say everybody thinks the same thing, but certainly you know, if we focus on the biometric side of it, we definitely see a need for that in every sector. Everyone's got a cash office or a server room or a, a stock area or records that need better security. And we focus really heavily on that over the last few years, trying to drive change in that sort of area, regardless of sector. The one thing that we have definitely seen success in, our biggest market globally is sort of data center and protecting infrastructure and solutions like that. I would say we play quite comfortably in that market and we're, we're a recognised brand in there. I think the sectors that we've certainly in the UK seen a, a shift. Education, they've been a long time user of biometrics, but primarily for cashless catering and security of children, which is understandable. But I think what we're finding now is that there's a shift to putting that in for access control. It's why we put such an importance on integration into existing platforms, whether it be student records or whether it be another access control system which embedded in those education establishments. The two real growth sectors for us, and particularly because of COVID, the construction market as the landscape from our perspective has changed massively. So fingerprint technology, it was a market that we struggled in because we, our sensor technology was maybe not as robust enough for that end of the market. COVID has almost wiped out the fingerprint usage and it's made construction site sector realise that face recognition technology isn't quite as far a leap as they thought or isn't quite as expensive. So the adoption of face recognition in particular in that sector, the landscape's changed forever as far as we're concerned and we've seen a huge uptake in that market. The other one, which is probably more in the last sort of 18 months is retail. So the retail sector has become very much focused on loss prevention and shrinkage and things like that, whether it be theft in store or back of house theft. You know, the amount of sites that we've been to where you've got front and back of house using cheap pin readers that either the pin numbers written above the door or the, or the numbers are worn out on the reader or we're able to address issues in there to help them have immediate improvement in loss prevention and things like that so it's still early days in that market and obviously it's, it's all subject to budget and things like that but we definitely recognize the retail sector as a market that we can help 
and we're already engaged in talking to people in those sort of markets to, to see what we can offer to, to improve their sort of shrinkage and, and things like that for sure. Just for me, most of, I would say, most of my, probably the last four or five years has been in sort of construction, void properties and that type of environment. And we work with a couple of obviously integrators, in, integrated with yourselves, you know, people like CloudPass or, mm. or whatever. But same as you, you've got your products where basically the, the world is green. We want to be able to see the route that you took on, you know, you came from X and you went to Y. And, you know, when you get there, you haven't got to do anything other than put your face to the picture and done. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, CloudPass is a really good partner to, to highlight in terms of the way that they do things. And cloud is another, you know, I haven't even touched on that, but cloud is definitely a conversation. You know, I was trying to push cloud technology seven plus years ago when I was in a previous role. And, you know, it's like pushing water uphill. Every meeting that we go to now, cloud is the conversation. And CloudPass and Suprema's integration is a really really powerful solution for the marketplace and the type of clients that they're involved in is it fits our product whether it be mobile credential or biometrics for sure yeah again connectivity integrations it's all about you know 100 percent. we live that every single day of the week and it's why we're so interested in local resource and all of those sorts of things and talking with people like cloud pass and making sure that we're very open about what we've got to offer we have our own solution, but you know, to address the wider market, our interest is more about getting into the customer, finding out what the problem is. If that product over there suits it from a software perspective, how can we collaborate and make our products fit it so that they get the best of everything, the best of breed, basically. I know it's a buzzword and things like that, but I think it's really important and it's just becoming more and more relevant in the conversations with the customer. Thanks, Jamie. I think we've covered off quite a few subjects there. Really appreciate your time and thanks for joining us. No problem. Thanks for coming to the office.